Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Four Jobbers Podcast. I am, of course, one of the four jobbers. I am known as Ginger Heat, a.k.a. Brad, but I am not alone in my quest to view all things wrestling because there is too much. So we divide it up amongst us, and I am joined by none other than the body from Kirkcaldy, Jordan Deves. What is going on this week, my friend, the resident AEW, Mark? Returning this week. I'm back from injury. No, don't, don't worry. It's all good. I'm back here. Although, I have to say, your jobber drops of me last week. Thank you, Jason. Keeping my voice alive within, what was that, like the progressive match flow of uh, my voice coming back. You know, you can't get rid of me even when I'm injured, so... Oh, there God. you go. I love it. That's really all we need. That's all we need. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and then me saying pish every now and again, and you're good. Mm. Are you out and salt and sauce with that, eh? I need to record that, that too. One. But yes, I'm feeling even, great. I'm, I'm, I'm glad that I'm back speaking to you jobbers about wrestling. I'm very excited. <clears throat> it is good to have you back, of course, because you are one of the OGs, of course. And... We need you for some AEW coverage because I don't know if you heard last time. If you haven't, go back and listen to the near the end of the podcast. Jason went um, over AEW with a fine tooth comb. I called uh, what's that guy named Page? Matt Page. Matt what's Page. his name? Ethan, Ethan Page. Page. I called him Matt Page. Yeah. yeah. Oops. Him, you screwed up. There was also a few others I think that you got wrong as well. You're learning. Uh, no. You're learning. Did, you, did you get like dinosaur, Lucha Dinosaur for Luchasaurus? Uh, T-Rex. Or I, I never know his name. name. Yeah, there's a Lu- few. Lucha uh, Rex. Yeah. <laughs> he knows Kenny Omega, Darby Allin. I would, I my man, Sammy Guevara. I, would, I have sure. to say I was very impressed. So thank you for, for uh, doing me proud, Jason. But uh, if you could kindly step to the side and let me do the work properly... Uh, you can stick with your pish smackdown nonsense. Aye. There we go. That's right. Nonce. I mean, I might as well introduce him. He's already talking. He is the smackdown resident. He is the pencil neck from Quebec. He is Jason, known <laughs> as the one good this week. What's going on, buddy? Uh, I don't appreciate you calling attention to my pencil HB2 neck. <laughs> <laughs> I think the the large size of my beard accentuates how pencilish it is, for sure. <laughs> accentuates its pencilness. Um, I'm happy to have Jordan back, even though we got more listens on the episode when he wasn't there. We'll just ignore that. Seventeen instead of fifteen. <laughs> so we went big. We went big. We went big time without the body, but the body's back. It's like Welcome a 20% back. Twenty percent increase. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe Every they're all watching on YouTube counts. now. We're on YouTube. Yes, that's right. We are also on Instagram. And this week we had a TikTok. new video from the Milky Master himself, the son of the dentist, Ryan, the Wax Mamba, the Venomous, the Poisonous, the Milky. How you doing, bud? NXT, Mark in the house. Big yeah, week for NXT. Big week for NXT. Boy, am I glad that a few months ago I decided to start watching NXT so I can take one of the good shows and I don't have to be stuck with Pish Raw or slightly less Pish SmackDown or not a real wrestling show AEW. I got the best one, so I'm uh, reveling in my milky goodness, having a nice pop, and... uh, 
The Habs are out. Don't have to hear me talk about them until... Disappoint, disappoint, disappoint. In respect, I had to wear the homecoming shirt, of course. (laughs) Oh. That's... Yes. Absolutely. So here we are wrestling. The bash is behind us. Money in the bank is in front of us. Let's go. The great American... uh, Yeah, sorry, I just... I forgot to say shout out to all my Italian friends. Congratulations from the bottom of my heart. It came to Rome. It didn't come home. Yep. If you didn't already know, Donna Roma is a very Scottish name. uh, Hence why we were supporting uh, Italy. Of course, it's nothing to do with the fact that their opponent was uh, England. (laughs) <laughs> Nothing to do with that whatsoever. It's uh, it's purely that. It's my I have a good Italian friend, filled, and I'm happy. Filled with it. The whole yeah. feed was Scottish people wearing Italian shirts, Italian face paint. They were going, uh, you know, more so even than the crazy Italian fans. The Scottish celebrated like never before. So, <laughs> congratulations, Scotland. Uh, you got, <laughs> you know, some happiness out of this tournament. <laughs> Just rest. I don't know, but they made it. That's it's big for Scotland. Yeah, even to Oof. make it right. So. We make it to but the there World is, Cup as well. There is, you know, um, I, as for those of you who don't know, I, I cover Raw. So I watch Raw, so you don't have to. So that video will be dropping this week with my thoughts New gimmick. on WWE Raw, which is, can you can we all agree that it's the worst wrestling show out of the main wrestling shows? Of the four that we cover, yes. Yeah. 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 Out of it outside is the of flagship that, show, sadly enough. <laughs> yeah, it, I haven't. I've never watched it, at least not in years. Impact. I don't know. I'll have to compare it to Raw maybe one day. <laughs> the worst show, I, I, but potentially has the best talent. Arguably, what does that sure. Tell you? What does that tell you? It's a shame. Yep. But there is some news, of course. Waxman, uh, you wanted to bring something up. What is going on uh, in the news that you wanted to speak about? What did I want to speak about? Oh well. Uh, well, if you wanted to, but you mentioned it. <laughs> oh, yes. Okay, so we're talking about Bailey. Big injury in the SmackDown women's division. A, a notably deep roster gets, you know, a little more shallow, right? I'm being sarcastic, of course. This is a huge blow uh, for SmackDown. Bailey is out nine months, and as a result, we had some interesting debuts uh, on SmackDown. I don't know if Jason will mention them at all. I probably will. Uh, but perhaps they're my one good or, or one yeah, bad. Maybe, maybe. But there was a reshuffling of the deck, if you will. Some 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 female superstars from NXT jumped up, but Bailey uh, was in a great stride. She was in a nice feud with Bianca Belair. She will definitely be missed, and we look forward to her prompt return. Maybe, maybe she can get back for WrestleMania next year. That would be nice. That'd be good. Sonya Deville possibly returning to action soon. That is also in the news. Great stuff there because those of us on this podcast have not been a huge fan of her work as general manager, although this week there was a spark of a little bit of aggression, a little bit of something. So Mm -hmm. maybe that's leading to her character returning because up until now it's been, I mean, Adam Page. It's been been robotic. Adam Page pulled her down into Adam Pierce. What's his face? Page Adam Pierce. Page, <laughs> Adam, Hangman. Hangman Pierce, <laughs> Hangman Pierce. <laughs> um, no, they just—it's because they don't let them talk, and they just let them stand there in the corner of the office every week and just say, "Oh, okay." So that's like not their and fault. She burst they don't out laughing lines, and Seamus's face. But yeah, she's all well, serious. He's giving that some... promo. And I don't know if it was because his nose is kind of like this when he talks, or when he was just yeah. yelling in uh, Adam Page's Pierce's face. But 
her she burst out laughing instantly but i'd like to have her back obviously on the roster we like waxman was saying it's a, a roster that needs a boost right especially now more than ever so having her back would be pretty cool as well as we want to say uh, our goodbyes to paul orendorf mr wonderful someone that i think uh, all of us here could learn more could learn more about for sure i, I, I need to know you. a lot more about and i will look into it because i'm looking through the 80s right now in wwe especially after yeah. that uh, episode that you just watched jay yeah, um, I definitely recommend the episode of Dark Side of the Ring, Dynamite Kid, 100 million billion trillion percent. It was one of the best Dark Side of the Ring episodes I've seen. And with a tear in my eye, I finished it. I could have let that tear go. It was a tearjerker for real, and it was fantastic. Jason's yeah. still afraid to cry, but you'll get there. I have. It was there. At least I knew I could have. I, I'm like, I oh, have wow, seen that episode. There. It's, it's, oh, you have? Yeah, I haven't seen it yet. Uh, it's a very interesting episode. Uh, Dynamite Kid, a very troubled person, and it makes you wonder, was his involvement you... in wrestling, was all the things that happened to him, did it lead him down there? Was there already something in there? Eh, you know, I won't spoil too much, but it's an interesting interesting episode. Very good. I agree completely with Jason. Yeah, Is he fantastic. Uh, British? Yes. Uh, Part of the British yes. Bulldogs, you fool. Yes. Yeah, Jordan, when you see someone like that, do you have do you feel any sort of pride towards someone like that? Because, you know, there is a great British connection, but he's not born in Scotland. Yeah, I think um, in terms of his career, is probably a little bit before my time. 80s, um, for sure. So, you know, so when I look back, I'm like, oh, it, you know, it's good that there was... Um, some talent from from Britain. I'm I'm not going to be that guy who says Scotland or nothing. Um, but yeah, it, it's it's good that there was that talent around at that time. I think the problem is they were very very much stereotyped, and they they had a part to play in wrestling. At the t they were never going to be the top guys. They were never going to be the top star. They were always specific characters within wrestling in the states so i i i'm glad that there was that talent there but i think a lot of those guys would probably be better suited now if that makes sense but um yeah yeah especially I, those I'm, ones those like a lot of guys from that era jason uh, you would agree that a lot of people from the 80s would fit in today but a lot of guys wouldn't because they wrestled that old school style but even we talk about the large rubber figures and i i have a dynamite kid yeah. and a british bulldog and, you know, I only heard about these names because I had the, the luxury of, um, you know, having someone teach me about them. You know, my dad mentioned uh, these wrestlers didn't really show me footage or anything. There wasn't really a way to get it or whatever, but at least I well, knew about them. And he bought the figures and I was able to understand them at least somewhat. Yeah, I'm really unfamiliar with the 80s. Um, even Bret Hart debuted in 84 and he was a heel and, and him with Jim Neidhart. I heard all these names, you know, Dynamite Kid, the British Bulldogs. But, like, I never looked into the actual pay-per-views and the shows and the matches. I'm kind of looking into it now. It's very interesting. And a lot of wrestling history obviously comes from the 80s. That was, like, the height of Hulkamania, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. And uh, a lot of debuts of people that went into the yeah. 90s and further. So it's interesting to look into the 80s, no doubt. Class, that was yeah. in uh, some of the pre-Monday Night Raw. So there wasn't, like, necessarily a weekly exactly. live show back then. Right. It was a very I think they had, era. like, superstars, maybe. Or they had a couple mm. different ones. But they weren't as, like, automatic every week, no. like, super scripted. Nationally show syndicated weekly 
cable episodic longest program. running episodic <laughs> blah 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 the Aspies were also on the weekend and Sasha Banks and Bianca walked away with some hardware so congratulations to them as well but we must move on from the news of course because we have to dive into all the content that was we have predictions for money in the bank to get to yes of course the jobber predictions are back I'm sure you're all ex- excited as we are to go over this card disappoint but <laughs> we also have some other things to get into. We want to hear about NXT. I want to hear about AEW, and I want to get into our one good, one pish. So are we doing one good, one pish first, Laz, or do you want to go into um, the other one? <laughs> the other one. Let's do, let's do one good, one pish, get it out of the pish. Yeah, we don't have a name for the recaps or uh, one good, one pish. Let's dive right <coughs> into it, man. Let's hear NXT first because that was the big show. Even though it was on the main night, it was a grandiose event. So let's hear about it. Yeah, it was a themed event, right? Even though it was not a pay-per-view per se, it was a special event. It was the Great American Bash 2021. We had four very strong matches. Uh, I don't know if my TikTok is still on the Four Jobbers TikTok uh account but i i certainly went through one of those matches and if i had to do i'm doing one good one pish for nxt's great american bash i'm gonna have to go with uh i'm gonna have to go with that as my good a great main event uh you know whether it's a pay-per-view or not every big show like that should have a great main event match you never want your main event in general to be disappointing but as we all know it does disappoint, happen disappoint, disappoint, disappoint. <laughs> on occasion exactly thank you disappoint disappoint disappoint, disappoint. I forgot you had the oh my god Jason's this one the wheel. was not disappointing this was my milky match of the week adam cole versus kyle o'reilly you may have seen the tiktok instagram youtube whatever social media it was on about why i enjoyed this so much it was just good back and forth action i didn't realize i would enjoy this match as much as i did it was one of those that i was like okay let's see these two guys go again it's going to be a good match am i super excited for it no i thought their last man standing um match at the previous takeover that was really going to be their exclamation point on their feud it wasn't and you know what I'm glad it wasn't, and it looks like we'll definitely have another one between these two. Uh, a couple near falls at the end made me think oh, Kyle O'Reilly might pick up that win. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, Adam Cole, a second Panama sunrise, a last shot with the exposed knee. One, two, three, it's over, and we will see you again soon at a future take over the crowd started to get on Kyle a little bit. Uh, I don't know if it's they don't like him or if they really like Adam Cole and he's, he's so just super, over super my over. god and you know what it's <laughs> this is one of those matches like it deserves some milk obviously like your description of it I was like oh my god what is this gonna be I go in I sit down I watch it not being the biggest fan of either guy right now as you know because I love character and both of them are you know focused really on the fighting right now but there was so much story in this match and it was oozing with everything every shot every move like there's so much going on and then of course there's some spottiness but I gotta say Adam Cole is winning me over, not as a fan of his character or whatever. Like, I still love to hate him, but, you know, I respect him so much as a worker. Like, my God. It's like, no wonder he's so over. It's crazy. Yeah, it'd be exciting to see bigger crowds react to him. 
Because yeah. I think it's been a while since we've, obviously, since we've seen a, a big crowd like that for Adam Cole. And the last time we that happened, he had a completely different, I wouldn't say a gimmick, but it, he was definitely... For for the wrestling terminology, I, gimmick, yeah, his gimmick is like nowadays your gimmick is whatever your character is, I guess, right? So yeah, and and it's still it, the same that's guy. Changed but, over the, yeah, yeah. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how the crowd react to that live in a bigger setting again. You know, yeah. But there was great in ring psychology in this. You know, we always talk about telling a story. We talk about ring psychology. This one was kind of on the nose, right? It was Adam Cole taking a shot at Kyle O'Reilly's stupid wife. And you could see Kyle, he just lost his mind a little bit. That's what and do we always ask for? Why are these guys fighting? You know, I say it all the time, even while watching the show, especially I'm watching Monday Night Raw, so I'm screaming at every match. But I'm like, why are these two people fighting? Actually, Raw was, had some, uh, some decent storylines going on this week. You'll, you'll hear about it in my episode, but I got to say, you know what? Like, that had it, right? Story oozing. Yes. So machismo. Oozing machismo. Shout out Indy Hartwell for that outfit. Razor Ramon inspired. <laughs> Very true. Uh, I will go for a pish. Um, The one thing, all these matches were good on uh, on the Great American Bash. There were only four of them, and we had a nice cipher from Hit Row. Uh, That is not my pish. I actually quite enjoyed it because it was something different. Um, Yo, the cipher was good. I liked it. There were some spotty endings in a couple of these matches that kind of took me out of... uh, Took them out of milky territory um but actually my bad's gonna go to a match that i think was very close to being the milky match of the week but i'm gonna say i'm not happy with the result and it was the first match of the night it was msk defeating tomaso champa and timothy thatcher to retain the nxt tag team titles now i was cheering for tommy and timmy to win (laughs) this match and that's not why this is my pitch my pitch is not because uh, my guys lost, and the team that I'm not as big on won. That's sour grapes. Uh, what I didn't like is how it ended. It ended with a surprise roll-up, and I think that's the worst possible... I mean, it's not a great ending to begin with, but it's the worst possible ending you can give a team like MSK when the whole storyline is built around it. Champa's saying, you guys are the champions, and yet you're the underdogs. And, you know... Tommy and Timmy, they have a lot of momentum, and if you're going to have MSK win, I thought this would have been the opportunity to really give them a land, you know, if you're going to make them win, give them a watershed victory, give them like a big, again, I'll say exclamation point moment. Even just hitting hitting your your finisher and finishing it, give me a normal clean finish, you know, like, why does it have to be that? They couldn't couldn't surprise hit their finish and and get the win? Like, isn't that not better than just the surprise roll up? And it doesn't hurt them that bad. I, it's still it's just a loss. Well, I don't know. The so, alternative so, hurts both teams a lot worse. Jordan, I cut you off. I'll let you get back to it in a second. The alternative hurts both teams uh, worse. MSK, it doesn't do anything for them. They still look like the underdogs, the, the rookies, the young guys. And uh, the vets, you know, it doesn't make them look good because the team they lost to also is, you know, again, is not at the top of where they should be. And... I'm guessing it's clearly to continue the feud between the two. Again, we'll probably see it at another takeover. Maybe you'll throw in a Grizzled Young Veterans because they're circling around a little bit. But just took me completely out of it. If you're going to have MSK overcome uh, the favorites, quote-unquote, 
give them a nice big finishing moment um and you could still have a second a third match or a second match after that that's no problem so there's my pish great match yeah. though the rest of the match was excellent it's it's interesting like i i haven't watched it um i i will go back and watch it but i haven't yet um it's like from what you're describing to me i actually think in my head that a surprise roll-up is the absolute perfect way for them to win to prove that they are the underdog in terms of the story it makes sense if the whole point is that they are the underdog they get that surprise roll up and then going on to the next few weeks um champa and thatcher can be like yeah you you've just proved to us that you are the underdog you could only win by that surprise little roll up because that's exactly what the underdog would do it's exactly sorry brad it's exactly what happened this week on raw right there was a surprise roll-up. The underdog won a match, and we're like, "Oh my goodness, the underdog won!" Yeah, why did so it work better there than here? It's, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna uh, say it, but again, I've not seen it, so it might, it might not pan out as well with the course of the match. But yeah, I just love to hear when, the when, when, comparison. That's all. When it's you talk about because... it being an underdog, I'm like, that kind of that kind of fits, you know. But the, the thing is, they're not the underdogs. They're being spoken to as if they're the underdogs. They're the champions. The champion. You know, I think yeah. it's a bit of trash talk from Champa, who's the one who said it to begin with. But I don't think it necessarily means. MSK. Why is this feud reversed? <laughs> yeah, everyone yeah, loves exactly weird. Champa and Thatcher, and they are somehow the underdogs because they're not the champions, and they keep losing to them. And MSK are the champions, and nobody likes them, and they keep winning. <laughs> but they won in a week. Sounds like Roman Reigns way. back in the day. Yeah. MSK, if yeah, they could become just... Roman Reigns, all right, I like where this is going, but the chances of that happening? <laughs> Acknowledge us. We are MSK. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it didn't it didn't hit, I think. It's Head not because of the, of the technical <laughs> uh, point of the roll-up. Like, you, you know, in the moment, it's like, ah, oh, it's a roll-up. It's just what it implies uh, mm. around that and afterwards. It doesn't. I don't know. I, I don't think it's a surprise anymore, is it? When eighty yeah. percent of the matches finish that way, I think That's the wrestlers true. should start thinking about looking. I think out it's more like it's supposed up. to be the momentum of the move pins you to the ground in a in a position where you can't just bounce it's, out within the three it's, seconds. It's like a the, leverage the momentum, is like super, super Cena, because you can never let yourself get sucked into that thing because you'll be held into yeah. it for three seconds. Is that the logic? It's the most powerful move in wrestling. It's it, ridiculous. It's when possible. timed perfectly, yes. And when you hit the time perfectly means every week the all pin the button on WWE it's if you maybe. hit green three times even though it's a sliver any cheap win. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's, oh, it's cheap booking. It's an easy cheap way, booking. yeah, an easy That's way to continue booking. a rivalry. Aye. That's all it is. You, you want it to continue booking, going? Yeah, just do a roll up and then they'll complain about it for a couple sure. of weeks and then get in a rematch. <laughs> but there's my uh, good and pish from NXT. Shout out to Tegan Knox. Welcome back. Uh, I don't know if we'll talk about her a little more later on, but really happy to see her back. Hopefully, like, wrap her in bubble wrap if you have to. Uh, I'd love to see her have a nice, long, healthy run uh, in her current uh, endeavor. Well, you know Jason's not going to bring that up. He doesn't know her. Why would that be as good? He's never even seen Shotzi wrestle. Um, This guy's never watched NXT. I saw they wrestled on SmackDown. NXT is now dead to them. They start fresh. No one knows what they did or care what they did on NXT. Well, that's what happens. Step up. Well, as a human being, out. if you watch them on the show, which you are a 
professional on a podcast doing. I mean, it's surprising that you don't watch the show even for a, a curmudgeon of time or even the highlights. For, but for context, it's still yeah. interesting, you know, that uh, you have that opinion, and I think it's great. Well, that's that's what the that's what the truth is. They bump them up to the main roster. They don't assume everyone's going to know them from NXT. But then you do don't. They? I don't have to just Maybe go. They do. Oh well, okay, this is good. I forget everything that I've seen for the past few years, because literally a lot of these people we've well, been watching can, can. for years. Because it takes everybody that time usually. Alexa Bliss was there for a long time. Like every star you can think of now, like even Cesaro, people like that were in the junior leagues. If you wanted to call them that at the time, now it seems like it's more of a genuine show. They spent their time down there, and a lot of them spent years. Most people spend years. Sasha Banks, Bailey, uh, you know, Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens was uh, a surprise example. He didn't stay down that long, but he still spent time. Samoa Joe, all these people, we spend years watching on a show, and we get to know them, their character, whatever. So there can be changes, but why, after years, do they They're have always... to get blank slate? Here's something worse than what you were doing. And I'm being told that now I have to accept this. No, I will bark. No, because That's I pay for my saying. WWE so Network subscription, if you keep sir. Watching, and I can bark. If you keep if watching these, <laughs> if you keep watching these people, expecting them to be—I don't mean the same in the ring. I'm talking about character-wise. You expect them to be the same character from all those years. Not you watch the same. NXT, you'll continue to but be you disappointed. Should, they should have uh, a very strong similarity. They should be bringing over that strong character that they've worked on and I'm going to continue to be disappointed. I'm not saying uh, disappoint, disappoint, disappoint. I'm not saying I'm not expecting it. My expectations are that it's going to be pish and I still get mad because it can be better. It's not that hard. And Kevin Owens was an example of someone that did it. Right. But he had a delay. Well, he had a delayed effect. He, he was great when he first arrived and then became pish. He came in when he was now the he's champion pish. of NXT. <laughs> so he crossed he crossed the worlds. He didn't just like come up. He was the champion and he challenged John Cena and had an amazing match. Worlds collide. So like mm-hmm. Paige was just able get to do into it. my mm-hmm. won the championship on her first my, night as well. well. She, she, her character. She, yeah. yeah. But my pish, my possible pish was uh, the debut of Tegan Knox. Tegan and Knox? Tegan just and Knox. Knox. <laughs> just Knox. Shotsy Noxy. Shotsy Noxy. Yeah, well, I had, I had more of a question. because So I was talking, like, these people came up. I, I'm not familiar with their NXT. So I'm introduced to them for the first time on SmackDown. Does WWE as a company think that they're clout if you will comes up from nxt therefore they're debuting as a commodity or are they a rookie on the main roster that needs to work their way up to you know a higher level higher standing i think it's a bit of both and i think it can be a bit of both like for example you know someone like i'll actually use the third person who didn't debut yet but has been announced to be coming soon tony storm tony storm was a main event women's competitor on nxt i don't expect her to all of a sudden jump up and challenge bianca although who knows who else is there right now but i don't expect tony to go up and suddenly be in the women's title picture but she is still a known commodity at least among the smarks so when she does debut i expect her to still have a reception to still have some sort of uh what's the word i'm looking for but 
you know, it's not like she's just fresh first day in WWE, first match ever. I think she does come with some momentum from NXT. Yes, it doesn't matter as much anymore now that she's on a main show, but they're brought up from NXT for a reason because A, their character is ready to go, and B, uh, there's nothing more for them to do in NXT anymore. It would then be to their detriment to stay down there. And unfortunately, more often than not lately, we've seen that falter, not necessarily through the fault of the talent. But yeah, I think I think it does still have to matter a bit. But I understand your point too. Like they can't just jump into the main event picture because they were a main eventer on NXT. The one exception might be Karrion Cross whenever he... Whenever he well, that's up. my that's my question. Like they can, if that's what they're building NXT as, like a rival brand, almost like yeah, AEW. Yeah, they're not. I don't think they are. Though. Would be. I don't think so. Okay, yeah. so it still is considered it, less yes. than the main roster. It's still a development. So it's not the same as if you get if you get oh Kenny Omega over from AEW. Obviously, he's not going to work his way up the card. It's Kenny Omega. Lead, leading a rival brand that's supposed to be at the same level. It's why NXT is supposed to be most lower. new signings besides AJ Styles and like Sting, uh, but otherwise Shinsuke, Samoa Joe, mm. Owens and Zayn, LA Knight. Now all these people are very well established people from outside of the WWE. They still have to come to NXT first, Asuka. learn the WWE style, Oscar. Etc. Uh, Etc. Et Learn the WWE style. Um, get their character down. Maybe they can use their name from outside. Maybe they can't. Maybe they got to change it up a bit, and then come up when they're ready. So it, I think ultimately, yes, it's still um, a developmental brand. Just because the wrestling is better doesn't mean it's competing with. Because you're not necessarily true. Yeah, you're working on how to. WWEIs, yeah, for lack of a better term, and make the main rostery, like maybe that even dilutes their character. In many cases, it does, right? They dilute the character to bring them up. So it's not always like making them better; it's just making them fit the mold of main roster more. But I think yeah. the, so the, the problem for me though is that there's not a, it's not consistent. So no. yeah, if, if that's true, if, if the that's, that's the true. point is that you're bringing somebody in from let's say. I'm trying to think of somebody... You're probably talking the likes of Shinsuke or or Finn Balor or anybody like that who was brought into NXT to WWE eyes, as, as Jason so eloquently yep. put it. Because I, I can't think of another word how to put it, but... Coin the term. They, they do that to them, and then eventually, cool, you understand how to work on our show, we're going to bring you up to the main roster and let's elevate you. Great, fine. I, I, I like that. But then if you're going to do that with some of that talent, let's pick another person. Let's go with uh, Keith Lee. Keith Lee is established outside of WWE. He comes he was on fire. He comes into NXT, learns how to be WWE, gets brought up to the main roster, and then they change his gimmick entirely. Well, then what's the point of what you did in NXT? That, like, that's why I get pissed off it's not consistent you're right sometimes they do come up like like hot shit and sometimes they and, get and, buried and in hot shit yeah exactly yeah but then you've also got the example of kevin owens coming in again massive from before comes in nxt doesn't spend long there because he adapts so well comes up to the main roster and absolutely destroys it because he's that good you then say it's a developmental brand but there was a survivor series a couple of years ago where 
all three competed on it, and NXT yeah. won the most matches at that Survivor Series. And didn't Charlotte fought for the title, and didn't they say they might choose that title for the Royal Rumble yeah. winner? To Charlotte so, versus Rhea for the NXT Women's title. Oh, is it lower or not? So I think is it equal? It still it's, has to be considered lower. It still has to be considered lower it's, uh, because it's seen as the stepping stone. Aside from the you know the lifers, it seems the Garganos, the Coles, the. Uh, Baller, yeah, yeah. Who yeah. knows what he's going to end up doing? Baller but, now, yeah. Some uh, Dakota Kai's been there a <laughs> long time. Ember Moon went back. Um, so, aside from those people who seem to sort of just either be content there or it's not the right time to bring them up yet, the goal is to bring these talents up to NXT. Some need years. Some need mm-hmm. months. So, I, I think. Yeah. Aaliyah, Canadian, she's obviously needed a lot of work, plus injuries, so that's that's still a work in progress. But, uh, you know, before we wrap this up, I just want to say, Jay, it's still crazy how you bring up a fresh superstar, right? And we're not expected to know them or whatever, but they don't get any promos, really. They might get a promo after the show on, like, the bonus show, but they get no promos, they Sick get no entrance. intros, they get nothing really gets told about them except for, here's this person, Here's their entrance. She's lucky it, she's got a cool entrance because most people don't. Yeah. The and one they just thing have to get I, dropped. I Keith like Lee's entrance got neutered Shotzi completely. And Knox coming up is Tegan Knox never tagged with Shotzi. Yeah, so I, didn't, I, I, don't, I didn't really know that, though, so it didn't matter. No, it doesn't matter. No sense why the, these two are together. To the, to the average they look, WWE They don't look like a tag team, though. There's no cohesion. Shows. There's no doesn't name. doesn't matter. They don't know who they are or maybe know of them, but... But right away, if I'm looking at this tag team, I'm like, they don't have a tag team name. They don't have a similar style. They wear completely different gear. Yeah, maybe so it looks Ember like two random superstars put together. Yeah, ready. Yeah. But yeah, Shotzi and Ember, at least, I remember they did like a Friday, that, like a horror movie. Shotzi was just as Freddy Krueger. Ember was just dressed as a Jason Voorhees. Yeah. Th- this is a weird pairing. Shotzi has a very distinct look, style. Tegan Knox, not as much. But hey, we'll see. Maybe it's maybe it's going somewhere. I'm happy to see some new blood. The SmackDown Women's Division badly needs it, and I can't wait to um, see Tony Storm as well. Yeah. No. Yes. No, yes. We really. Uh, but no. Like. Yeah. Anyways, all that we to have say to jump that to the next show, I, so I'm gonna. So uh, that was my pish. Was their debut because I don't like them debuting against the tag team champions. For who knows what reason, I don't know why they who we don't know why they got the title shot in the first place, which is the first problem. They said because after the match, he says that is not a reason. They called them out. That's they stupid. called That's out stupid. the tag like team that. champions. That's a horrible, horrible, horrible. So reason. they get a match. It's not even a reason in my. I know. I'm not saying it's good, but that is the reason that they gave us. That's not a reason. I called out the tag champs. Do I get a match? Like, <laughs> <laughs> All you need what, to do is WWE, yes, on your you can. That's say, literally what it takes. I'm region, give me a match, you. And she'll go, enough. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. This is ridiculous. Unless you're Liv you're Morgan, me. then you, you like have to go through me. hoops for some Liv reason. Morgan. But, um, yeah, that's my pitch. I, they shouldn't have beat. They beat the tag team champions. They beat the tag team champions their first match. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. Also, had a why good not match wait too. a week for a live crowd? That's... It's all part of the pish pile. That's what oh, I was yeah. thinking. That's the note that I have on that. 
Why not for wait that. until so quickly, the uh, real crowd will be for Cesaro versus Seth Rollins. I was apprehensive at first to see them fight again because they had such a like a, a blood feud, right? And now they're just having a match to qualify. Whatever. It was a decisive victory by Seth Rollins, mm. a bloody victory by Seth Rollins, really bloody. It was brutal, brutal at the end. It was fantastic. Uh, he's going in looking really strong, great character. And they didn't uh, didn't even clean up Cesaro's head or anything. It was bleeding. It was bleeding like a stuck pig. Then <laughs> they just let it bleed. Let it bleed. I'm surprised uh, your good wasn't the, that was so family coming together because that was an awesome do. moment. So uh, let's move on but, to uh, Seth and Cesaro. I don't know where Cesaro goes from here. He's bloody battered and uh, yeah. Yeah, I kind of assumed he he would be in the Money in the Bank match like a. Also, shout out to It's weird uh, that he's had this big, big push, keep going, keep going, keep going, and now he's not in the match. I'm kind of like... Yeah. If he I'm was guessing, in it, I would have picked him to win. Yeah. I, I'm guessing Cesaro. Cesaro. So I'm guessing Who's not he's going to be IC title, maybe. Keep him in that. Pre-show tag match yeah. with a returning Buddy Murphy. Yeah. yeah. Oh. The bar reunion. Let's go. <laughs> okay. Sheamus uh, about to start a feud, a new feud coming for Sheamus. Yeah, it's not gonna I, be my good. So I, spoiler alert: it's gonna be Damian Priest. AEW. Yeah. Well, I can definitely give you some AEW goods and pishes. This last week, I wasn't around, and you guys spoke about AEW. Uh, I can confirm, although I'm sure you've had it confirmed already for yourself, that they will be returning to live crowds and they do tour. Um, so they will be traveling around doing some stuff. It seems to be they're doing most of their shows in the kind of southeast kind of areas. Um, I, I don't know if that's deliberate or if it's just the first few that they have set up. I imagine... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, close to so home for sure. Their home base is Florida, tester. right? I guess so. Must be um, shows to begin with. And uh, this week we had Road Rager, as it was known, similar to NXT's Great American Bash. It's just a normal house show, but it has uh, a little bit of a gimmick to it. Uh, the first time that they're on the road again with a live crowd. Um, there was there was a lot happened. There was um, some chat between MJF and, and Chris Jericho, which is always good to watch. Uh, there was a good couple of uh, tag team matches, particularly the street fight tag team match. But that wasn't my good. I'm going to, of course, have to say that my good, as I mentioned to you guys previously, the debut of Tommy End Mr. slash Black. Malachi Black slash Alistair Black slash... Jim Guggenheim, or whatever you want to call him. I don't know. He seems to have a million Jim different Guggenheim. names. Tommy End. <laughs> so, what do you... That's owner of the be. Guggenheim Museum. I actually did watch this clip. Nice. Um, AEW. Me too. And I love Aleister Black. Whoa. Um, I, I, I'm a huge fan. I thought he had one of the best theme musics uh, in WWE. What do you think, Jordan? Vegan Daddy, shout out to Lewis, brought it up, and I agree. What do you think about them just being like, that is, that's Malachi Black. Yeah, I think the, the commentary team didn't do themselves uh, any favours. I think when he first turns up, yeah, he turns up, lights go on. Understatement. I, I would say in the lead up to it, the lights going 
off a couple of times before this happened in other matches was a perfect build. And then for it to happen again, and they go, oh, lights have gone off again. Right, okay, just give us a minute. Comes back, and there's Alice, uh, there's Malachi Black or Tommy End. That's great. I love it. I absolutely love it. Kicks Aaron Anderson in the head, and he takes it like an absolute champ, right? When Excalibur goes, I know that man. I've wrestled him before. That's Tommy End. I was like, that's amazing. I love that. But then... W- they just seem to twist it and then go, yep. but that, but that doesn't look like Tommy. That's Malachi Black. I'm like, how do you know that? I don't understand it either. It doesn't really make sense to me unless that Malachi Black gimmick has been started somewhere else. That's what I was trying to think of. Like but I, I, I've scoured the web. I can't find any mention of Malachi Black. Um, so I don't really understand it myself. I think it's, I mean, it's clear that's who it is. That's why he just knew to call him. Apparently so. That. Maybe he just looked at him, saw the bit of he black there like in his eye and went, Malachi. He looks like Malachi Black. Yeah. That's who he is, yes. That's it. I didn't want to take away from, uh, it. yeah. No. Great. I, Great I would say that particular nuance of the moment, yes, the, the, commentator, uh, the commentators didn't do a great job there, um, but... Who said it? Who, was it Siobhan? Nah, Siobhan? it was Excalibur, actually. The youngest of them oh. all. So I'm, I'll let him let off. It, let, him let, off. It, let it go. Uh, but yeah, the moment he turns up, it, it's great. It, it's obviously a feud that's going to be very well received between him and uh, Cody Rhodes. I am buzzing to see this fight. This is going to be great. And I hope it builds and builds and builds over a little bit. Compare that to some of the other uh, debuts that we've had over the last couple of months from WWE that have been uh, released into the wild Andrade he had a match this week, I didn't really care because the fact that he's been paired with Vicky Guerrero just ugh, I don't I, I, I'm not interested in it now because of that if he turned up oh. and he just didn't say anything and did a similar kind of thing to um, Tommy End, I would have loved it but yeah Anyway, that was definitely my good. Perfect. Uh, I'm so excited to see where they go with it. He was so good in NXT. Didn't do much in WWE. A little bit of an interest towards the end, and then suddenly he disappeared, and, and now we seem to be getting the continuation of that in AEW. So excited for it. Shout out pish. to WWE messing up his contract, so yeah. he oh. can wait 30 days instead of 60. <laughs> to- yeah, that's... That's unforgivable from them because obviously everybody's still talking about the fact he's been released. So he's still, a, you know, I think everybody just expected 90 days, right? Yeah. That's what I did. So I, I wasn't expecting them at all. And that, that surprise moment makes it even of better. Course. So that's class. The, like the darkness happening on the show and stuff, I was like... You know, at first I was like, this is annoying. And then I was like, okay, but it means something's about to happen. Nope. But I had zero yeah. expectations uh, that it would be him. Like, zero. <laughs> I figured it was going to be some guy that I'd never heard of or some girl I've never heard of before. Uh, yeah, you recognize that. I never right? heard of Malachi, but I've um, seen them before at least. <laughs> but yes, that leads me on to my pish yeah. from AEW. Um, there wasn't much. I would say th- there wasn't a huge event that was pish. There was one match in particular, though, that I was excited to see. And unfortunately, I didn't see it. It was the trios match between uh, FTR and, um, what's his name again? Wardlow, I can never remember his name. 
uh, the pinnacle. Uh, there you go, the pinnacle, and of course, Jason couldn't either. Uh, the inner circle with Santana and Ortiz <laughs> and Jake Hager. I was excited to see this because it makes sense. This feud has been going on and on and on, and the fact that we've now got Sammy and Sean Spears fighting, we've got Jericho and MGF. Great. Let's have the tag teams fighting as well. I'm I'm really excited to watch it. I got their entrances. They get to the ring. They start the wrestling match. And then I get told, oh, we're going to follow this match in picture and picture. And I'm like, okay, cool. So I'm trying to watch this match in this tiny little bit on my screen. Meanwhile, all I'm watching is, because obviously it's an American stream that I'm watching, right? I'm just seeing, new at Applebee's, the Waffle Extreme Deluxe Meal. And I'm like, what the fuck? Get out of the way. I'm trying to watch. Sounds tasty. And then, you know, some guy comes up and goes, I need some insurance for my house. Awesome. And I'm like, awesome. get out of the way. Awesome. I'm trying to watch this match, you know. Ah, doing my nothing. So <laughs> I get, you know, eventually the, the adverts go, right? Prescription drugs. And I get back to the match and he goes, Rob, welcome back. The, two minutes later, the match ends. And I'm like, you've just ruined this. This match could have been fantastic, but it, it was ruined by adverts. And yep. I understand that. It's, it's a part of the product just now, adverts in the middle of shows. I, I totally understand it. WWE try to get around that by having like moments happen in a match that kind of breaks the match up so that they can... I don't think they do it well, but you know something happens mm-hmm. and then it comes back and goes, oh, in the, in the break, we decided to make this a six-man tag instead of a singles match. <laughs> Fine. At least I didn't... We got a new champion yeah. during the break. At least I didn't miss anything, you know? But yeah, this... It, it, so so disappointing. I was really excited to watch the match. And I ended up watching a fucking advert for Applebee's. So I, don't even, I can't even go... It's one of the things, even if that apple waffle stack or whatever it is, even if it was good, I, I don't have an Applebee's. I can't even go and eat it. So I couldn't even, like, get over my anger by forcing down fucking waffles. Uh, Does Applebee's even, make waffles? I don't know. I just made it up. I, I, I wasn't paying attention. I was trying to watch the thing. Like <laughs> Applebee's Waffle House. Yeah, I don't know. Make them uh, some egos. They have frozen Ego. waffles. They, they can heat up. It for reminds you. me yes. of when uh, championships, like usually like <laughs> tag team championships or cruiserweight or whatever, they they change hands at house shows, Ooh. and it would just on you come to Raw and be like, oh, uh, this just in. Uh, exactly. There's new tag team champions because they went to Des Moines, Iowa, and. Uh, or uh, Bret Hart won his Mike, first Buddy title Plus. on a house show, didn't he? Oh, really? I think he did. Wow. His first ch- uh, WWE championship against Ric Flair. The house shows disrespect, should disrespect, never... Disrespect, 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 disrespect. Commercials should never... Diesel. big moments like that. Yeah. Yeah, back then they did yeah. sometimes use them to stir up dirt sheets, to start, you know, news. And, you know, it, it was utilized by WWE and... Like you're saying, WWE has been doing this forever. They are so bad at production sometimes, but yeah. there are times when you realize, okay, yeah, that's why they're the GOATs, right? They've been doing this forever. They know when to put these uh, jobbers coming out. Your entrance is getting done during a commercial. Sorry. It is what it is. But I'd rather like, that miss happens an so much, right? But most yeah. of a match. Most of a match. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly it. And we know that entrances are so important, and there needs to be a way to put in commercials. Yeah even during a match in a spot that, that works. And, uh, yeah, but you're right. I'd much rather have it than miss the entire tag team Ugh. match of a match that I actually but want yes, to see. That is... For goodness sakes, AEW. Anyway. 
I already have a written, so they need. They a need the feedback, right, Jordan? Letter, Send it to them. Unfortunately, uh, the postal Tell service them how you really in feel. Uh, the UK is not the best, so it will be there <laughs> sometime between now and Christmas. Um, but yes, that that is my one good, one pish from AEW. I'm so excited to see what small. happens this week. Again, they seem to have this uh, run of kind of gimmick dynamites on the 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 lead up to uh, the end of the summer. So I think we've got Fighter Fest this week. Uh, night one, Fighter Fest night one. So I'm excited to see what happens there. But I would love to hear. Okay! Indeed. There you go. You got two for one. Um, but yes, I'd love to hear what happened on Raw or, or what didn't happen on Raw, if uh, if that was the case. Bradley by. Love's a strong word. Yeah, let's get into it. Let's jump right into Raw. And my it goodness, did I pick no. a good episode to start with because it wasn't that bad. There was actually some good on this. There was actually some things worth watching, at least for the most part. So this was, of course, the last show of Monday Night Thunderdome. So on behalf of Raw, I want to say goodbye to the Thunderdome. But uh, I think we all agree that it was it was pretty awesome. You know, it was a great thing that we had in between. And... I was able to join shows and be a member of the crowd, the virtual crowd, of course. I did not see myself in the background, but it was still cool to be a part of that experience. I don't know if something Hopefully like that will ever happen not. again. So there it is. Pretty cool. Hopefully not. I just want to give a few shout-outs here before I get into it uh, because these ones did not make my good. I just want to shout-out Dewdrop. I think she's she's killing it right still now. I think she's name. a fantastic addition to Monday Night Yo, Raw. Her- her nickname could be The Drop. Yeah, of course. Dewdrop. I think uh, The Drop. I am The Drop. The Drop. It's an upgrade over Dewdrop. Uh, Jinder and Drew. I'm actually excited for this storyline, but man, <laughs> the way it was. The way that it's uh, being executed is not you good, but uh, I am hopeful that they that will turn it into something good. You know, these. <laughs> my, oh, no. That was a replica. Oh, you oh, like, oh. That motorcycle wasn't the mine. Motorcycle. Uh-huh. I mean, the motorcycle smashing was. Next week. Next week. <laughs> he didn't say that, luckily. It was okay. The, the smashing of the motorcycle was okay. It's something, right? I understand why these guys are fighting. He's trying to break his sword. He's motorcycle. You know, like, we've gone beyond the just kind of angry at each other now you know at least i understand why these guys are fighting they have a little thing going on cool it's not good yet but i understand it uh huge shout out to riddle and nikki ash this week for continuing to be amazing both those two huge shout out to them i uh, love what they're doing i just wanted to say the fatal four-way although it wasn't a great match the talent in this that we we have to shout out for a second that this roster does have like having uh, nikki ash alexa bliss oscar naomi like that's just indeed for incredibly talented yeah. superstars and it's crazy that they're thrown into that storyline that they're in and that leads me to this moment I, I I feel something oh I have to take a pish and it's gonna be all over the entire writing of the women's division my goodness do these people deserve better come on the talent that is here it's there I'm reading it off the list here then we get into later and we have Charlotte attacking Rhea. Now, that's okay. You know, I'm, 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 this is starting to get better. It's starting to build. I'm, I'm liking where this is going now compared to where it was. But let's get into Natty no. and Tamina versus no. Dana and Mandy. Guys, why? What is going on here? Please, the acting in this is just... <laughs> the writing. Right. She can't what is going on? Cut a promo. What is going on? 
Why? And when you say she, you mean every single one of them. Y- yes. Right. <laughs> the only talk one. About any of them. <laughs> not yet. Yeah, but she's she's still Natty not that the great. Best of the on, bunch. Natty is the I best of the bunch. I think the problem is she's having to like drag no. the rest of them along. That's fine. And I'm yeah, like, maybe Tamina in particular. Oh my. Oh boy. Days. Oh. She doesn't need. She doesn't. They're making her say things oh she doesn't have to say, and so she could just be be a, a presence, and she could say that. Yeah. If the she had said nothing and then shoved her, yeah. like exactly. the shove was good. You don't good. need good to shove. say just stupid stuff oh, that you wouldn't say and your character wouldn't say. Just. Ha- yes. Not no a, one would say that. Even yeah. your character wouldn't say that. It's Not all made up. You can say whatever piece. you want. And this She's is what you make the them say. D- done. You don't need. She never needs to say anything. Natty just talks on behalf. Yes. Maybe Tamina tries to talk and then Natty cuts her off quickly because she doesn't get a chance. Mm-hmm. Fine. Yep. Perfect. It's like Brett and Jim. Jim was crazy. You know, Brett was not the ah. best promo in the world, especially at that time. Well, yeah. <laughs> oh man. Anyway, I gotta I gotta say that women's division, my goodness, because there's so much talent there and they deserve so much better. And we know that, you know, Waxman has his his target, his milky target <laughs> on so many women <laughs> that are going to be called up to the main that. roster. <laughs> it just. It's, as as I was saying it, like I'm thinking about saying it, I'm like, this sounds horrible. I'm gonna say it anyway because it sounds funny milky, in my head. So there it is. Uh, but I, I'm <laughs> that is my pish of the week. I, I have it has to go to Natty, Tamina, Mandy, and Dana, and the entire writing team that is handling the women's division. Womp 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 womp. But but I have mentioned a lot of goods. There's a lot of goods going on. I can even mention. You know, everything going on with Ricochet and Morrison. Look, the, the fluff around it isn't great. I don't know why they're really fighting. doesn't really make sense, but my goodness, they're athletic. The matches are good. And I have to jump into, of course, the good of the week is Bobby Lashley, the almighty deserving of my good of the week Bobby's world, for baby. Monday Night Raw. He killed it with his promo. I mean, you guys know I'm a big New Day fan, and anything they touch turns to gold, and they are bringing me back into the Hurt Business and Bobby no is now all about the business as he moves on from this hoe gimmick, this party man gimmick. He's done with it. And I, it's probably because they couldn't bring those extras on the road or they don't want to find. No, I don't know. But whatever they're doing, it works. And I'm reinterested in Bobby. And I'm interested to see what happens in this match. And we'll get into that in a few moments. But kudos to Bobby Lashley. I do think he might have been reading a script on the hard camera. I don't know if they're having some sort of uh, writing there, but I mm. wish they were able to have that always then. If it makes for that good of a promo, cool. If that, if it, you know, it is more like a soap opera, soap opera than it is like an actual film or TV show. So do they have to memorize complicated scripts? Maybe they don't have time or they're just, they're not actors, so they can't. So if we're able to get these teleprompted yeah. things in, let's keep it going. There was a couple going. of moments in the promo it. that were... Slip up, and I was kind of like, yeah. I kind of like that because it made it feel more yep. real. Nope, because yeah. it was all a pure emotion. Yeah, and that makes sense yeah, for exactly. the type of promo he was cutting at the time. And we were, yeah, yeah. And like, if I'm going to nitpick, sure, the rage mm-hmm. that he did afterwards, where he's throwing stuff. They, you know, broke. obviously they're sugar glasses because they they shattered before he picked up the table, which is fine. <laughs> but he, this is Bobby Lashley, yeah. and he's raging. It's got to be bigger. You got to go bigger, right? I'm always going to ask for that. I'm always going to push. 
did it serve its purpose? Yeah. And WWE is going to use the footage that they've had up until now, splice it with that footage, and make a badass promo package, and we're going to be hyped maybe. before the match. It's going to happen, but as a fan watching, maybe the energy would have come from the crowd that would have given him the extra rage he needed, but he did not go too far. He went safe rage. I would agree. In my opinion. Um, there's one thing opinion. he said about the circus. He said, I'm going to yeah. send send you to the service with the rest of the clowns or something. Send you to the circus with the he rest said, of the clowns. You wanna act like a, he was like, you want to act like a clown? I'll, I'll, send, you, I'll send you to the to circus. The circus. With but the, then, and then it was kind of like, what? But then he says, no, then he says the circus, and then the circus is, dead is over. Or something. What do you mean the circus is dead? People don't like the circus? Yeah. yeah. Like, and you are too? I think and that, kill that was the and bit that I was kind of like. Oh, so is your career. Eh, what are you talking about? The circus about? is dead. Circus is alive now. COVID's over. Everyone back to the Here, circus. Here, that would be class, by the way, if like Bobby turns up next week and just I goes, think he's yeah. going to kill it. Remember that time I said the circus is dead and then like he just spins round and he's just dressed like the greatest showman. It just goes, this is the greatest show! And then like, mm. just starts going for it and that's Bobby's new gimmick <laughs> that he's the greatest showman. <laughs> I thought he was going to turn he, around and some job all the women home like, no more gimmicks and no more sugar <laughs> no glasses. More but then he turns into a clown. Yeah. <laughs> just Bobby's gimmick but with a doink mask <laughs> and hair on. Just... Yo, how scary could he be if he dressed as a scary Pretty clown? Pretty scary. And started, like, beating the shit out of people. He'd be a fucking... That's a scary character, Him my goodness. If he became, uh, like, octopus. evil Doink. If Kane and Doink oh, had a baby, baby, it would be... Octopuses. <laughs> no octopi. All right, guys, let's get into our predictions for Money in the Bank. Unless there is something else you guys want to mention from your respective shows that we did not cover. Yeah. <laughs> No, all right, let's move on. It is time for the four jobbers money in the bank predictions. Yes, money in the bank is just around the corner. We're missing one competitor for the card. So we are doing this predictions with a TBA. Although, unless that TBA is a major star, I don't think nope. that they're going to get one of our choices. But we can dive right into it. I have taken the card from Waxman's Wikipedia because uh, that is the number one source for cards. You're welcome. That I have now found. Thank you, Wax. Let's jump into the first one that I have is the SDL SmackDown Live Tag Team Championship match with AJ Styles and Omos versus the Viking Raiders. Oh, botch. Botch. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Raw name who the SmackDown right? champs are? Do you remember? Copy past a mistake. <laughs> it's the Mysterios, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. But uh, AJ Styles and almost AJ Styles has only won two yeah. WWE championships. Can you believe that? AJ I mean, Styles. Well, he's, does he not deserve more? No. Like, he debuted in 2016. Let's get him out of the tag AJ team Stiles, picture. AJ Styles is a Grand Slam champ. He won the I US know. and the WWE. No, he won the main title twice. No, but he's also World the heavyweight. US title. He's a Grand Slam champ. Main yeah, title. Yeah, twice. yeah. I see. Yeah, for sure. Grand Slam and all of that. But I'm just saying, like, I want to see him... Finish off this run at I some point. I'm excited him. to see him oh, in the, right. in the sorry, sorry. I get what you mean. main title picture again. Because I think, like, we do look back and we, we count how many ch a world champ. Like, I don't know why that's, like, the measuring stick because you do have to lose it. It's not like days held. It's, like, John Cena has so that, that means he's really good at winning it, but also champion. equally as pesh at losing it. Yeah. He's lost it a yeah. lot of times as well. <laughs> 17 times. But, yes, this match, the Tag Team Championships... Uh, I, I'll go first. Um, I don't think go they will 
Mm. I don't think that they're going to take it away from AJ and almost just yet. I think that they will retain in this match, perhaps through a little bit of, as Wax would call it, fuckery. Um, but I don't, I don't think they're going to lose this year. <laughs> they're having too much fun, fun with AJ and almost together. Is it their? Is this their first defense? Yes. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah, I would agree. I think so, AJ actually. And Omos, Omos is still uh, this untouchable monster. Yeah. So as long as there isn't like sort of this kernel of oh maybe there's a way to beat this person, uh, they're gonna win. And the Viking Raiders aren't the team to to do it. <laughs> no, I don't think so either. Agreed. Even though AJ and Omos I do appreciate pick. that their gimmick is so cohesive and they are a true tag team, like the old school tag mm-hmm. teams, I do not think now is the time as well. Omos and AJ Styles retain. And I was impressed with the, the singles match that they had, at least one of the two. Obviously, the match against Omos was a squash, but it was yeah. uh, Ivar versus AJ, right? And Eric versus. I think it was Ivar versus. Almost. Yeah, Ivar versus AJ, and it was. I enjoyed it. I thought he did a good job. I, you know, he has such a unique yeah. move set um, for a guy that size and everything like that. He's he's entertaining. So, again, it's a very gimmicky one, but. Yeah. I'm fine with having them as a as a tag team on the roster, and I'm glad they're the, having the a title shot on that. Well so it'll be fun nonetheless. Was, it was good. I really enjoyed it. Like, he was talking about how you know he says that we're just barbarians and we're dirty. Well. We don't like that. We're Vikings and we're actually pretty clean. You know, I like the way they spoke about it. I I, I liked it. it. They seemed like a good tag team. So, yeah, eventually I'd like to see the titles on them again, but not quite yet, I don't think. All right, let's jump into the next one. I want to know your predictions for the men's money in the bank match. We have Ricochet versus John Morrison versus Riddle versus Drew McIntyre versus Big E, who made fun of Corbin uh, Baldingness, which is, uh, you know, should be a faux pas for men uh, to make fun of each other for that, but uh, it was funny nonetheless. Kevin Owens, of course, King Nakamura, and Seth oh, Rollins. Man, this match it is, is stacked. stacked. Um, let me go first. Let guys me trim the out of fat that? here for a second. It's not going to be Ricochet. It's not going to be Morrison. Whoa. It's not going to be Riddle. And it's not going to be Big E or Kevin Owens. Wow. It's not going to be Drew McIntyre because we don't want to see that again. Uh, so it's either Shinsuke with the new King gimmick or Seth Rollins, who's on absolute fire after destroying uh, Cesaro once again to get in the match. And it would be quite intriguing for Rollins to be chasing Reigns just in case, you know, the undefeatable Reigns beats Edge. So I think it's a very tasty, sexy pick to get Seth Rollins back on top of the world, on top of the card, and chase with the briefcase. Because uh, his his cash-in is my favorite of all time, so why not try and do it again? Seth Rollins will be the winner. Huge pick from Jason. My goodness, I, it's definitely one that I looked at, and I was, you know, it's one of the ones that I'm, I'm hopeful. Like, if that happens, I'm like, that'll be, no matter what happens, Seth will make it awesome. But it's not my pick. My pick is Kevin Owens. Of course it is. I think the prize fighter is back, and he is going to take 
the Money in the Bank Championship. Turn it sideways and stick it <laughs> straight up, Jason's. Rudy Money in the Bank Championship. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, championship briefcase. Is it in there? You're just gonna <laughs> give it to him like Oscar or what? Ooh. And then, <laughs> as you're saying that, I start writing it, and as underneath uh, my name, I'm, as I'm recording our picks. I wrote Brad. 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 Who's going to be the winner of this match? Money in the this Brad. Guy. <laughs> uh, f- I agree the with go. Jason's trimming of the fat, but I don't want to completely agree with Jason because that's never a good idea. Nope. So I'm going to go with King Nakamura I like as I like that too. Mr. Money that in the Bank sick. with Boogs. Hammering Boobs on that axe at the same time. Yes. And I think it'll be a lovely, lovely money in the bank run. Uh, lovely for King day. Shinsuke. Long may he reign. I like it. I like it. Well, this is, uh, it's interesting. It does leave me. Jordan, and this leaves you. I'm struggling. I'll whittle it down. I agree. I don't think it's going to be John Morrison or Ricochet. I don't think it'll be Big E. I don't think anybody's going to be burning down anything either. So, Seth, oot. Oot. There's going to be nothing strong about this style. I don't think Nakamura's taking it. I... Oh, jeez. I... I think (laughs) it has got to be... I'm sorry... KO is taking it. KO. Wow. Yeah. Brad and Jordan. I'm gonna go with it. You Kevin didn't even Owens. pick your 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 Scottish brother. No. He doesn't can't need mark it. Out he that doesn't hard. need it. It's true. He doesn't need it. He shouldn't be in there, honestly. Yeah. Like he's in the middle of a feud with with Jinder. Why are they putting him in this? Could they not put someone else in the right way? Well, there's no credibility that he brings to it. More exciting. Yeah. I know he's also a champion, but I would have sooner put AJ. Yeah. Yeah. I just. No, he he cut Cesaro. He's not in there. Randy, you know what I mean. Like why? Why Randy's hurt? Leading up to this, Randy's hurt. But if you think Randy's, I mean, who who isn't in this match that could have been Randy? I mean, you could. (laughs) Well, I mean, Riddle could win it and give it to Randy. Absolutely not. You you could have put Alberto Carrillo in. You could have put Damian Priest in. You know, these no, no one wants to see those guys yet. I'd rather that than Drew McIntyre. Priest would do well in the match; like he's, he'd be entertaining. Uh, he's starting a new feud with Sheamus. It looks like. I, yeah, but but that's but the point I'm making yeah, is Drew McIntyre in the match, and he's got a feud with somebody else anyway. So what's the point in putting him in a match? You might as well have put anybody else. He's, he brings that credibility, baby. Ah. Baby. In other words, we don't want to leave him off the credibility, card. baby. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I'm still going with KO. Yes. So let's jump. KO. We have two KOs. We have a Seth Rollins and a King Nakamura. All strong picks. I hope we're all. We are moving on. We might be. (laughs) We picked three out of the eight competitors. That would be amazing. (laughs) It could be one and only. Women's Money in the Bank Championship. No, just kidding. Match. Oscar Naomi. Alexa Bliss the Demon, Nikki, Ash, Liv Morgan, Zelina Vega, Natalia, and so, TBD. I think the TBD, yeah, it's just Two? one. 
I think the TBD just, just is one. going to be Sonya Deville herself. Ooh. I agree. And it'll be it might be announced on Friday. It might wait until the that, night. Honestly, that of, sounds too intriguing for them to do it, but I do love it and I yeah. hope they do. But it. I think the winner, I'm going to say it right now, <laughs> it's going to be Liv Morgan. It's Miss oh Money in God. the Bank. I hope. I'm going with a bit a bit of hope and a bit of I think that's what they're going to do. With that, I guess. It makes the most sense at least for me personally, looking at this list, it makes the most sense. She has the most to gain from holding that briefcase. So I'm going with Liv. Once again, Liv. you are wrong, you milky, snaky freak. The person who will be winning this <laughs> match is the person who can't fly, but can fly all at the same time. It's Nikki. She's got a family. Ash. Let's go. She's got a, she's got a family. <laughs> Nikki Ash is going to... F- Fly to the top of that ladder and grab that briefcase, and that's it. That's going to be that. It's happening. Nah, you I... can't dispute it. I was like, Riddle asked her, "Why don't you just fly up there?" I'm not quite there. I haven't yet, learned mate. the fly I'm yet. Getting there. <laughs> I thought she um, said she couldn't fly, man. Well. What? <laughs> so good. Love it. But yes, Nikki Ash <laughs> slash Cross is winning that one. Great choice, great choice. I love well, it. I know, like I said, yeah. um, it's growing on me. Allow me to the trim growing. the fat once again. Oscar's not winning it. Naomi's not winning it. <laughs> Zelina Vega's not winning it. Nikki Cross is not winning it. It's either between Alexa Bliss and Liv Morgan. And I'm going to give it to Alexa Bliss. It could be quite a spectacle to have this weird character containing, you know, the briefcase and the contract and what they're going to do with it. They're kind of bringing her down to earth a little bit more slowly, but surely. I was once an Alexa Bliss mark, and I hope to be one once again with the briefcase. I mean, it's interesting because my choice uh, came down to two. I've been, uh, well, it was three. I was Liv Morgan or these other two and Wax took it. So I was like, all right, I'll let him have Liv. And then the last two, I'm stuck between Alexa Bliss and Zelina Vega. Yes, I think there's a chance they give it to Zelina on her return. But all of everything that I'm thinking has led, of course, to Alexa Bliss winning because... She's one of the only ones in here that doesn't have a real feud that actually has a chance to win. And, who sta- you know, it's, it's the most exciting thing. She doesn't have, you know, a rival either on SmackDown or on Raw. She could do whatever she wants. I don't know. I think it's the most, it's the most interesting. It was either her or Selena, and I'll stick with Alexa but, um, Bliss. Let me say that Wax's idea choice. of Sonya Deville winning it is what I want and think would be best I didn't say she'll win happen. it. I said she'll be in the match. Oh, I'm okay, gonna, fine. Be in the match, down. and I think if she wins it, it would be the yeah. best. Turn okay. her back into a badass because she yeah. was really not doing well for a while there. So put her back into being a badass be a with the briefcase. Power move angle. Yeah. If she entered exactly. herself in and then won, mm-hmm. that would be actually It'd be amazing. Very interesting. It would be amazing. But I don't I, think uh, they'll do yeah. it. Right away, you have everyone hating her because she just put herself in a match and, and then won. I want her to maintain and, you know, her. She's I'd like legit. To improve in that role, but I would I would want her to maintain her position of power with the briefcase and yeah. try and go as like super heel. Imagine just her that walking around crazy. smacking with that briefcase in hand. You've got you've got a match with this person tonight. And you're going to be doing that tonight, and I, I'm the one in the line. Up there. 
You know, like, you just keep putting oh. the champion in all these horrible matches yeah. and then pretending to cash and in every just match. Actually, like, no, halfway through, through the match, really good. that'd be so yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. that's why it's not going to happen. It's too good. It is too. It would be so good. It's too good. All right, guys, let's jump into the Raw Women's Championship match. We have Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte Flair. Who do you have in this one? I am saying that Rhea retains. I don't think it's time to change the title's hands just yet, but there's a huge chance that Charlotte wins this match, and we go into live crowds with Charlotte um. Flair as this beast I'm picking hanging Char over uh, the entire Charlotte, women's division as much as I don't want to because I really like Rhea but of all the title matches I think first time back with live crowd besides Wrestlemania they're going to have at least one title change hands and I can't see the ones that we're going to talk about after this I can't see those titles changing hands so I'm saying Charlotte's going to be the one who becomes uh, a champion at Money in the Bank yeah, I like the way you think wax. I'm gonna go with my girl Charlotte as well. I don't really care about either. I don't care about either one of Your these girl. people at the moment. I really don't like this feud. So let's reset Rhea and have her climb back up and destroy everyone along the way. And Charlotte can be the annoying champion that she always seems to be, anyways, and she's good at it. So yeah, go ahead, give it back to Charlotte. This is where Jordan, I think, a pishy win would be good. Have Charlotte get the win and then dodge Rhea for the next month and a half yeah. until SummerSlam. And then we're interested yeah. in a rematch. It doesn't make Rhea look bad. It lets her, as Jason said, build it up. So, anyway, we will see, but make, I, I wouldn't mind my that. brutality. It makes me sick to my yeah. core. <laughs> Physically sick. Like, I feel like I'm going to throw up all over the mic and into the little bits of the mic. And, ah, chunks of everything. To actually agree with Wax, but I'm going to. I did you drink some bad milk. I did drink some bad. <laughs> I was drink bad Chunky. milk. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm going to agree. I think it's going to be Charlotte. I think they want her in front of crowds. Um, whether or not that is actually what the crowd wants, I don't think WWE care. I think they just want her to be the champ in front of crowds again. So yeah, Charlotte. It makes the most sense. I don't know why I said uh, Rhea. I don't know what convinced myself. Uh, I think I... I don't know. I, I, I wrote it, so I'll stick with it at this point. But uh, it does seem most likely that it will be Charlotte. But we move on to the next one. I am sticking with Raw here. I want Bobby Lashley versus Kofi Kingston. What do you guys think is going to happen I think after, here now? After Wax, Raw this week, <laughs> Bobby... Bobby is going to make an example of Kofi as much as I can. I don't want it to be like the whole John Cena, Brock Lesnar, SummerSlam thing where it was an absolute, you know, car crash. He just destroyed him. I think that's what we're going to get. I think Bobby's going to come out, literally rip the head off of Kofi and throw it at Xavier Woods. <laughs> like, he's just going to destroy him. I, I, I can't see it being any other way. Otherwise, what is the point in him having a rant on Raw, you know, a few days before? He's going to destroy him. And I, yeah. I think it's going to be to the point where MVP tells him, you need to stop. Stop what you're doing because you're, you're actually going to kill this guy. So, I, and that's what I guess we kind of wanted to see from Bobby and we just haven't quite yet. So, yeah, I think that's what's going to happen. I yeah. agree. 
I Ooh. agree with Jordan. I think it will be a dominant, not a squash, but any offense attempt that Kofi gets will be quickly and with extreme prejudice be beaten down by the almighty Bobby Lashley, as it should be. Bobby Lashley should, by all means, destroy Kofi Kingston. No disrespect to Kofi Kingston. They're not on the same level right now. Uh, And yes, so I think it'll be the first match of the night. I don't think it'll be the main event. And I think it'll be a pretty prompt finish with Bobby retaining. Oh, how about a uh, MVP turn on Bobby and uh, New Day heel turn? No? Is that a little bit too provocative? Yeah, Yeah, I think so. I agree with all of you. I'm going to go with Bobby <laughs> as well. A dominant, an infamous, a almighty performance, squashing uh, Kofi Kingston, and maybe even squashing Xavier too after the match Why just not? for good can. measure. Maybe Big E runs down because he's so concerned. He yeah. squashes him too, and he stacks them all up high mm-hmm. and stands on top of them still the WWE champion. That's a funny image in my head, sorry. <laughs> yes, that's what exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> I was thinking about Big E having to run down two and still getting uh, beaten up. But good choices, lads. Bobby all around. Let's move on to the SmackDown Live championship match between Roman Reigns and Edge. On this day. I, yes. I am. Is anyone else excited for this gonna one? It's going to be a great match. And again, Let's go. I've got to say it's going to be a Roman retention ultimately edge it's great to have him back he is a legend of legends the exactly. coming it's to rome coming. it's stay in rome roman reigns is the guy in <laughs> wwe right now he has been pretty much since he got back 2021 is the year of the reign the reign of reigns if you will and i don't see it ending at money in the bank i think they want to see what he does as the champion in front of a live audience with this new head of the table gimmick it's the best he's ever been in the WWE. maybe since the shield maybe including the shield um roman reigns is a hot commodity right now i can't see him losing it when they're about to go back live mm. Mm. this is this is a tough one i genuinely don't know which way this is gonna go i who do i want to win edge I would love to see Edge win again. I'd love to see him have another title run because I feel like he's not been built to be anything just now. He's built to beat Roman, perhaps, but he's not built to be anything, so anybody else can challenge him. Whereas Roman, if he if he beats Edge, particularly clean, where does that go? I, I, I don't know what's going to happen with that feud, but I'm also... I kind of want Roman to win so that I can then see the Usos take the SmackDown tag titles and then have this family dynasty thing going on. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say That'd Roman. So sick. It's not what I want, but it's what I think is going to happen. I think Roman's going to win. Let's go. Let's do Jason. this. Your boy. Let's do this. On this day. <laughs> um, yeah, Roman can't lose. Not the first pay-per-view back in front of fans, not counting WrestleMania, you know, now that they're back into it. Roman can't lose this time. I I do agree with Jordan that I would love to see Edge win it again for sure, but I just don't think it could be now, and I don't think this will be his last opportunity 
So, you know, they're really emphasizing the family dynamic. The family is strong and back together. So there will be some family, um, you know, interference for sure to get Roman the win. I don't think it's going to be just pure, clean dominance. You can't do that to Edge. He's the rated R superstar. Yeah. He had a live sex celebration on Monday Night Raw. <laughs> Um, and if we ever hope to see another one with him, uh, <laughs> hopefully he wins the title down the line. But uh, it's not going to be at Money in the Bank. I'm sticking with Roman Reigns, the reign of Reigns. Acknowledge him, sit at his table, but keep your mouth shut. Of course, it's going to be Roman Reigns. Let's go. The Roman Empire lives on. I pick Roman Reigns as well. We have a Roman sweep of the legs. A Roman conquering. And all of us sorts. pick Roman Reigns. We do have some differences of opinion throughout the card, so it's going to be a good one. The money in the banks. Who knows those who's going to win those? Matches. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. No one's getting I don't. thrown off a building this time. It's just a nice yeah. Uh, ladder match. Yeah, la oh, <laughs> last money in the bank sucked, so I'm really looking forward to a real one this year. That's a good point. And my goodness, mm -hmm. do we have some talent in these matches? Again, like Jason said, you have to trim the fat, but how could you not love a money in the bank match that has yeah. ricochet i didn't mean from the fact because they're not talented just because like cool from a store from a character no no no, 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 no. of course i know i know what you mean exactly they will make the match memorable the, the first big it's important to have wrestle i always forget yeah. wrestlemania but it, you know we're officially back on the road i feel yeah. like these guys are going to pull road. out some big big spotty spots uh off ladders Spot. into ladders in ladders out of ladders there's going to be some wild stuff happening yeah I'm excited to see what Big E does, too. I mean, there's always... I mean, we wrote him off pretty quick, but there's a chance that he wins. And there's a chance that, you know, Bobby Lashley moves on to the next feud. And we have the New Day all together holding that briefcase. I don't know. There's all kinds of things so that could six, happen. So there's six matches we I'm went over? Is that it? So yeah. different ways. And I think they're predicting maybe Usos versus Mysterios added last minute. Maybe a pre-show. If, if that is the case, Usos. Obviously. Uh, I would say Usos. that, too. Yeah. Bonus prediction, Usos. Yeah. Let's go. Bonus prediction from the four jobbers, the Usos. One Is there anything else that you guys wanted to just cover? Just for the predictions. Oh, oh, oh. Is anybody cashing in that night? No. 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 Clean sweep of nose. Interesting. Okay. I... Oh, I agree. I, I agree, but I thought... Do you think there's a possibility? Maybe have said it. I, I don't think so. Okay. Yeah, it's just not intriguing enough. I don't want to see... You have two guys who any are... Any of them I mean, happen that way. All, why would you cash in on Bobby? I think his match is going to... Maybe one of the Money in the Bank starts the night, but I think otherwise Bobby's match starts the night. I don't think he's going to have a particularly grueling match. No. Yeah. And Roman, more of a chance, but the, even The then, only reason I, I brought it up you can't kick off no. with Bobby the lost. The only reason though, I yeah, brought it up is uh, Bobby wins. So. Main event, Roman versus Edge, wild match. Roman eventually gets the better of Edge, and he's just lying there dead. The Usos are gone because they're dead as well, and Paul Heyman's just a beanbag with a head. <laughs> and then, <laughs> better than it, better than it. Ben Internet, Ben Internet, Kevin if, finally comes If it's one person who's going to cash in that night, it'll be KO. I will <laughs> say that. If KO wins, his chances of cashing what in is, that uh, night go What is Seth Rollins? Seth will win, but KO, I think, would do it. Maybe that night. I think that would be pretty cool. And tonight, 
we have a, a yes. pretty good one as so, well. Don't NXT Kieran is Cross. starting in less than 20 minutes. I will be watching it live. And the big main event match of the night is for the NXT Championship. It is Johnny Gargano versus Karrion Cross with the special guest referee, Samoa Joe, who says, of course, he will not get involved unless Liar. provoked. So I think he will be provoked. <laughs> <laughs> funny, funny that. Johnny Gargano wins. No, Gargano Samoa Joe versus Karrion Cross can't win. No, Karrion Cross is going to retain. But again, Johnny's wrestling some of his best. He's in his <laughs> some of his top form in a while. He looks like rejuvenated. He looks like Johnny Takeover Johnny Wrestling. So it's going to be an excellent match, I'm sure. And I will have it all for you tomorrow. Maybe it'll be my milky match of the week. And we'll talk about it more next oh, baby. week. Ooh. Oh, baby. All right, well, thank you, everyone, for listening. Now, please, do us a solid and like and subscribe. I know I, I hate having to say it, but we do need the support, especially at the beginning, even if, you know, you don't want the notifications on at the beginning. I understand, but we're also available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, so check us out on there, The Four Jobbers. Hello at thefourjobbers.com, and, of course, on behalf of these four jobbers, we'll see you next week. Bye. <laughs> See you. <ya>. Oh. <laughs> Love it. <laughs>